0: Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. I pray for our women that they can find in their heart what Christ put there and that they are able to have the desire and the strength and the courage and the fortitude and the and the support that they need to get to to be able to live that live that, what was put in their heart, and also to discover their inherent dignity and walk in it. Give thanks to him, bless his name. Let and all the of earth, earth cry out, out to God with joy. My name is Anne Haynes, and I'm the executive director of St. Paquita Catholic Worker House. St. Paquita House is a Catholic worker house rooted in the life witness of two women, um, St. Paquita, who is the patron saint of human trafficking and and slavery, and Dorothy Day, who founded the Catholic Worker Movement. The Catholic Worker Movement has a tradition of providing hospitality for women or or children or uh, all sorts of people, really, any type of uh, person, depending on what city you're in, um, and trying to live uh, the the teachings of the Sermon on the Mount. So that means feeding the hungry, providing shelter for the for the homeless, um, providing clothing for those without. Um, but here in Milwaukee, we stri- are striving to answer the call to provide housing for women who are survivors of sexual exploitation. Um, Catholic workers have the tradition of, of trying to meet the needs that are before them. Right now, we're up to five women and uh, uh, potentially moving up to six soon and we hope to expand someday up to 12 women. We are open to women from age 18 up, um, so adult uh, women um, and the women are able to stay for up to two years um, so, but right now we're uh, in the 30 to 50 range through the Franciscan Peacemakers program. The first step is that they need to uh, engage in a program for sobriety and then they are given you know the the choice to live here or not. The partnership between the Franciscan Peacemakers and St. Paquita House is, um, it, it works out really well because we um, have the, the, the housing, the hospitality, the community. Um, the Catholic workers live on the third floor are able to live uh, in solidarity and, and walk with the women every day. Um, so we are able to provide a loving family atmosphere uh, for the women who live here. And the Franciscan Peacemakers, through their Clare Community Program, are able to connect the women with the services that they need, whether it's related to uh, trauma and healing, um, or connect them to their healthcare needs, or um, any type of meetings for addiction, um, uh, transportation. They also, through their wonderful social enterprise, are able to provide some employment for the women once they get to a point where they're able to um, start to make their way uh, out into the world. I actually live here. I live on the third floor, and uh, survivors live on the second floor. So this is what our residence rooms looks like. Some of them are bigger. um, I think this is probably the smallest one, but it's uh, beautifully decorated by room sponsors from St. Dominic's, and it's waiting for our next resident and our next community member. So here we have a dining hall that accommodates up to 25 people. It's where we eat our meals, and we also can hold events in there. If I didn't live here, it would be hard to call it a Catholic worker, in my view, um, because we're called to live in community with people. It has been remarkably positive. The feedback that the women have given us—they have been so kind and grateful, um, which isn't something that I expected or, or, you know, think is necessary. But they have pitched in and done their chores. We all have chores, Uh, you know, we have a chore chart and we follow that. And they are, I think, I think they can feel that there's something different here as far as being a community. I think they feel that strong sense of support. And I think it's pretty um, wonderful that we have not lost any of the women because that's a pretty common thing to have people drop out of something like this and um, fairly quickly, and we haven't lost any of the five women I absolutely love them like family already it's just has gone extremely well. i mean it, the interaction is much like many of us we who wake you wake up in the morning and and you're eating a muffin with somebody, or you know I like to bake a lot for them and and uh, you know i'm a mother of six children, so i'm kind of try to I, I like that mama rule <laughs> I really believe that. Relationship building is a slow process and it, it's a matter of building trust. So I have been trying to um, really train myself to not be overly overbearing with regards to things like that. I I really think it's important that the women open up on their own accord. I don't push women ever, but I like to just kind of be there. And you know, I mean, you offer you offer nuggets of advice here and there. Um, You know there's things I learned from them too. What do you learn from them? Um, Incredible perspectives on courage and and perseverance uh, through troubles. Uh, It's amazing the positive outlook um, some of the women adopt to continue to get through their struggles um, and make it from one step to the next. It's just um, I, you know, I take notes from that for myself because we all have struggles. Um, certainly, you know, I'm not comparing my struggles to theirs, but um, it's it's amazing to watch them. Um, they are they are really remarkable women. What I really am attracted to is Dorothy's view of um, that's rooted in Christian personalism that sees Christ in every person. Um, their their innate dignity and loves them um, no, with the no matter whatness just loves uh, everyone because um, they're created in the image of God and to me the idea of living in solidarity with the people that you're walking with uh, makes sense and looking at what Jesus said in the Gospel and taking it literally because he meant it, <laughs> what he said, uh, to me is, is um, really uh, something that is uh, a beautiful way to uh, follow Christ's call. And I found, I think more than any other witness in the 20th century, I think Dorothy Day um, got Jesus. <laughs> what would happen to these women if the Keta House didn't exist, I can't say that I've ever entertained the idea of what would happen to the women if these housing opportunities didn't exist. I, that thought makes me <laughs> feel ill. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. What is the answer to ending human trafficking? I think the answer to ending human trafficking is a very complex one. Um, and you know I think there's a lot of different facets to that and I'm certainly not an expert on that, but I mean, I think it starts uh, in the home in, when we're when, in the family, in the home, when people are young, being taught about it, that, that the children are taught to be aware, um, that uh, men especially are, are taught the dignity of, of women and um, people are loved well. I think uh, it's important that, you know, people aren't statistics or data, and sometimes things will go well, and sometimes they won't. But overall, if we can touch people um, and, and help them regain who they are and, and their dignity, um, I think that's a success, whether it's one or 50 or a 100.